Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Siempre con la sed y no somos salseros. Ya Susan soltero. Dijo que de bala va a haber aguacero. Usano como tú, yo no lo tolero. Cabrón, tú eres chata, tú eres reportero. Yeah, yeah. Yo no soy tu mal, pero soy bandolero. Por eso solo creo en Dios. Y en mi 4-0. Yeah. Picante, picante como un habanero. Si tú tienes la llave, yo tengo el llavero. Chambea, ala, cabrones no te quedan balas. Chambea, ala, cabrones no te quedan balas. Yo siempre picheo, enrollo otra vez. Yo siempre picheo, enrollo otra vez. Yo siempre picheo, enrollo otra vez. Yo siempre picheo. Chambea, ala, cabrones no te quedan balas. Chambea. Oh my God, that boy! Unreal. That boy. That boy made his return, and did he make a return? Holy shit! Credit when credit is due, my friend. He can go. He can go. He can move. He can move. That boy can move. It's funny how uh, we've come a long way since Mr. T and Lawrence Taylor in, <laughs> in celebrity fights. Logan Paul, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. Carl Malone. <laughs> yeah. That might be the worst. Carl Malone might, might be the <laughs> worst celebrity wrestler. <laughs> that, that's a good list to come up with. We got to. Uh, uh, never mind. I thought of one more. Snooki. Sorry. Go on. I know. She had some backflips going on there. Yeah, but. There's some athleticism there, at least. Not just a couple punches. That's a good point. Carl uh, Malone should have been more athletic in the ring than he sh- than he was. Than he portrayed, yes. Because I was. Oh, I stand corrected. Snooki is a better pro wrestler than. <laughs> Carl Malone. Yeah. I never thought that'd be said on the, on the show. Welcome, everybody. And that statement right there. It's Sons of Slam in your ears. Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, what's going on? Nothing much. I had a very eventful night, but the only thing I am at liberty to discuss because of shit that I have signed is yep. everyone needs to go watch the Von Erich movie whenever it comes out. Okay. That's all I am at liberty to say. Now, can can we say who stars in it? Uh, sure it, is, it is well known go on, on the internet right. that, that it is starring Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how many other things are known on the internet, but the other person that, that we know who is starring it, 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 not starring it, but who has a Featuring, cameo in it right. is MJF. Right. Yes. 
I don't know how many other things have been out there so much, so I want to keep it at that. And what was the name of the movie? Keep it type lip, The Iron Claw. The Iron Claw, and that's that. All right. Tentative. I don't know if that's going to be who. Uh, the title might change. Who knows? Right. Okay. Card subject to change. <laughs> as, <laughs> as are movies. Um, what an eventful weekend of professional wrestling we got to I know. partake in. And uh, yeah, we'll get into all that stuff. Um, we've been off for the week and we missed a draft. We missed a schlong of a professional wrestler. Um, Whoa. I, I know. It's, that's what I said. Uh, Very lucky that one did not come across. Pause. Pause. That did not. <laughs> Retake. Go ahead. All right. Take two. Uh-huh. Mark. Um, I did not view that one, thankfully. Yeah. Neither did I. I just know of it out there, and that's as far as I went with that. I was like, I, I believe you all. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's out there, and I don't need to see it. It did not navigate its way onto my screen. We are talking thankfully. about Matt Riddle, and this guy just cannot seem to stay out of the news other than wrestling. It's always I, it's always something with him, and he. It's not that hard. I, like, again, pause, pause, man. <laughs> that one I did not mean. Jeez, your subconscious <laughs> getting the best Shit. of it. I think you did. See it, it is not difficult <laughs> uh-huh. to keep yourself out of the news. <laughs> it is not difficult or hard to keep yourself out of the news. Um, well, I don't know if it was hard. I didn't see the picture. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you got it. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Riddle just can't seem to. Uh, Keep anything in his pants. And and by the way, shout out to him. And please, his... please. Mr. Riddles was his father's cock. <laughs> I am my father's son. Uh, shout out to uh, his porn star girlfriend in the front row. <laughs> at, yeah, uh, getting, uh, getting cozy with Lana. Yeah. Oh, that would be something, huh? You that get, would be something. You get Riddle, Miro, just then the two of them. Honestly, I could do without the two of them. Just I know, absolutely, the but I'm sure if, if they're involved, if they're you know, friends like that, they'd be like, you know, after, after backlash extravaganza. Yeah, Eiffel Tower situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we That's not where I expected the first. No, absolutely show. not. We digress. <laughs> so there's that. Speaking of, um, I don't know where we weren't speaking of NXT, but I might as well just put it out there. Um, the NXT before. Uh, 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 backlash. There was a fan that took a photo of uh, a Booker T, and uh, Booker T couldn't wait for after the show. He had to eat immediately, and so oh. there was a fan um, that took a photo of him while NXT was going on, and he was ordering Grubhub <laughs> on his phone. And uh, I see nothing wrong with it. Uh, I, I guess not. He, he went on to comment. He goes, quote, a little bit, you know, but that's on me. They, he, he was asked um, uh, if, if if he was at you know, at fault. Uh, a little, he goes, a little bit, you know, but that's on me. I got to be on my P's and Q's. But no doubt I was trying to make sure I get my meal ready and hot because I'm going to be out of there. I'm going to be out of there, bro. I had a long day. <laughs> Unquote. He went in. He was went it during food. commercial? No, it was during broadcast because in the picture it's dark. So like user commercial, I, it could be, but it was it was during a match. A picture in picture, <laughs> maybe. Anyway, the, <laughs> the, this fan was right behind, literally behind him, and zoomed in, and he was on his phone ordering food. That's hilarious. What kind different. of food did it say? It did not say. <laughs> All right, good. Um, I'm assuming it was very healthy uh, for him, or maybe it was a, a 
cold pie. Who knows? Oh, I could go for some pie. <laughs> Book out of tea. Eating during NXT. Book out of tea. Nice job. Uh... He wasn't eating during NXT. Ordering food during NXT. He was ordering food during NXT. That's where I don't have a problem with it. But shouldn't he? It was during. He, he was during NXT. Should, he, as he says, he should have been on his P's and Q's. Well, shouldn't you be paying attention to the match during a commercial? I mean, how much more can what's his name carry the damn show? All right, let me put it to you like this: We know because of backstage footage that we've seen via Pat McAfee's YouTube. Mm-hmm. We know how many times Pat would have to get up in the middle of a commercial break. Right at the end of end of broadcast into commercial, Pat would get up and sprint to the bathroom to go take a leak. I don't see how that's any different. <laughs> during a break. You are both you are in both situations during you a are break. technically not doing your job. During a break. Yes, that's why I'm still going on the fact that it was during break. <laughs> it was just, okay. It's not like he was like if you it know, wasn't during break, this this argument is invalid. It's Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, and Pat's like, I, hold the fort, Cole. I gotta go yeah. <laughs> during SmackDown, and he's he's off. Uh, yeah, that never happened. Um, Oscar is just recently in the news um, that she is pissed off at Facebook. Join the club. Um, welcome to 2013. They. What? Oh, we've been mad at Facebook for 10 years. Is that what you're saying? I think people have been mad at Facebook for a very long time. Oh, for a very long time. Uh, yeah, so apparently. You know what? Let me take that back. Welcome to 2016, because that's where it really amped up. There, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so she was upset that uh, they gave a verified check mark to a fake account. I'd be pissed, too. Wow. I'd be pissed, too. Um, uh. Oscar logged. Kind of difficult to. Uh, I guess it's not that difficult. She she logged into Twitter to inform fans and quote unquote Mister Facebook that whoever got her blue verified check mark on Facebook is not the genuine article. She said, "Quote, dear Mister at Facebook." <laughs> is she really for that? <laughs> like, there's one person that just has like the Facebook like logo as his face. Uh, I mean, it is. <laughs> you have previously removed my official account's official badge as a fake. Uh, you also made my account un- unavailable on several occasions. My account has since been made available again, but in the meantime, you gave my fake account the official badge. Since then, the fake me has become the official me. <laughs> I think Facebook is causing misunderstanding and inconvenience to many people, mostly her. Uh, and that was the end of that. I'd be I'd be a little annoyed. <laughs> like, that's not me, dude, and I'm right here. Yeah, also, it's like, it's 2023. If you want to get off Facebook, just get off of Facebook. Yeah, but why should she have to get off Facebook if they're giving her checkmark to somebody else? Why is that on her? I'm I'm not saying that that's not on her. I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> this is she's at no fault whatsoever. Right. I guess it it is. Never mind. It is a situation where she the. I just thought about the whole Seth Rollins gimmick. When when that dude was extorting money f- from a fake Rollins account, and then he attacked Rollins and all that shit. Right. So I get, yeah, yeah, you got to kind of mind your p's and q's with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. That's come sick. on, Mister at Facebook, <laughs> wherever you are, show <laughs> wherever your, you are, show your blue. Face. That's like saying Mister. That's like saying Mister MySpace. We all know it's Tom. It's Tom. Yes, but Mister My Mister right? Fa- Mister Facebook would technically be um, the Winklevi. 
<laughs> That's the plural, right? More <laughs> than one, more than one Winklevoss is a Winklevi. Winklevi. Uh, no, Mister Facebook would be Mark. Yeah, Zuck. Mister Zuckerberg, if you're nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you say Mr. Facebook, it's it's the same thing. It's it's Mr. Meta himself. Uh, yes. It's like saying Mr. Twitter. We're all talking about Elon, we know. We're all talking about Elon, yes. Fun times. Uh, so Oscar shouting out to Marky Mark. Uh see what else here. Looks like Brock Lesnar set to break his own 20-year record. Faced off against uh, Cody Rhodes, Knight of Champions, he will be, at uh, May 27th. The event holds significant... Uh, special significance for Brock. He's on the verge of setting his n- a new personal milestone. Ever since retur- returning on Raw after WrestleMania 11 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, he's had a lucrative part-time uh, WWE contract. Very lucrative. Um, Night of Champions will mark Brock Lesnar's fifth consecutive WWE PLE, premium live event appearance. Something he hasn't done in the past 11 years. <laughs> so, congratulations on your amazing part-time schedule, brother Brock. You have outshone everybody. His recent appearances include Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Elimination, Mania, Backlash, and it will be Night of Champions five in a row. Good for him. <laughs> At least he's put in the work. <laughs> I believe he's scheduled to go for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember the article I read, but I'm pretty sure it even... Oh, yeah, nope. <laughs> he might have said he has been on every single one this year, so never mind. His previous record was four in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Can we cut that? What? Cut that? No, yeah, I'm kidding. No, that's dang. That's dang. We don't fucking cut anything. From this. <laughs> Do that. If one. we cut stuff from this, it'd be fucking. It'd two be minutes two long. minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> the nonsense that we spew on the show. Uh, his previous record was four, and that was Royal Rumble in 03, No Way Out O three, Mania nineteen. Backlash 03, and then Judgment Day 03. Bring that pay-per-view back. They've been back since that long? He's been back. Judgment Day. Oh, Judgment Day. Got him. I forgot that was a pay-per-view, if I'm being oh, honest. Yeah. That's, that's, we had this conversation. It was like they're, they're naming themselves after a pay-per-view. I was checked out during that they, I don't remember what I said on the last episode. You don't dude. remember what you said five minutes ago. Um, what? They, exactly. They should do an NWO thing, by the way, with that pay-per-view. Just bring back Judgment Day and then have them host... Judgment Day, like NWO yes. used to have, like sold out. They should, they should do that. Anyway. Yes, absolutely. Right, but right. also add more members the way the LWO does. Yes, <laughs> LWO just like tripled their uh, their enrollment in like one night. It was amazing. And I am not at all no, it was, upset it was great. about that. It. Was great. It was great. We'll get into all that in a second. So congratulations to Brock and again putting in all the work. Um. So uh, let's see what else here. Oh, we yeah we had a. Uh, before we get on to all that, congratulations to uh, AEW, and they're having a little small little show in London. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, the yeah, all, the something Almonds. called the the Wembley Stadium, something <laughs> the, like that. The Wembleys, <laughs> the Wembley Wembleys. Uh, yeah, Wembley Stadium holding uh, all in August twenty seventh. They've already sold over sixty thousand tickets. So here's the question: Good for wrestling. Very good for wrestling overall. Very, very good for wrestling. Yes. As a whole, very good for wrestling. But here's the big question. Mm. You have to cut off a certain amount. Do they get to capacity is my point. 
because even with you cutting off a certain amount of seats, you will still be able to fit that amount of seats plus more in the round. Right. So here's uh, here's my uh, I guess a statement about do they about get that. thirty thousand more <laughs> tickets? That's it, my question. Here's my statement about that. If if you could do, and I, I love what they do with um, when they do when WWE does pay per views, premium live events, where the entranceway is like what they have at Backlash. It's that minimal kind of narrow way, and it has enough of the 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 Tron on there. You have the LCD Tron there, but it's just a narrow way that it allows fans up, you know, to be able to have more seating capacity above that. You could tech, you could obviously do that here, and fit in another instead of blocking that whole side, which I'm sure they're going to do anyway. Add another fifteen thousand. You could Royal Rumble 08. Yeah. It was the same situation. I mean, all the all, all the rumbles have that now. It's just it's just put in more so people can actually see the damn event instead of blocking the whole. I know Mania you have to do it because Mania is just you know the stages. It's absolutely insane. Oh yeah, all the Roy- all the rumbles are definitely way different. Like than every think, other if you think of live event. if you think of Edge's return, he came in from the stairs up up in the stairs. And it was just like through one, the dugout, the dugout, and one panel of of LEDs were there. That's it. And then he had the fireworks yeah. behind him. Everybody's you know seating behind him caught that view of him returning. Like it was great. Have that kind of setup can they get a hundred oh you think they can fit a hundred you think they could fit 90 i think they could do you think between now and the first week or, or the last weekend of of august they can sell thirty thousand more you imagine <laughs> that that would be i mean you're, you're talking about mania level capacity and that's that is that would be huge for aw because you, you yeah, you're talking about Mania and Dallas level capacity. Yeah, if you if you're talking about AEW being the the you know the second to WWE, which it will always be, this definitely bumps it up. Like there is there was no other organization that I mean we were still doubting if they could do it, and they're they're doing it. So it's not like there's doubt anymore. So they, they could easily have the capacity to be able to fill to fill Wembley. It's a good look. It's a good look for them. It's, it's a good look for wrestling overall that this can be done and that there is choice in wrestling again. Thank God. It's, remember how, how bad wrestling during COVID was? Because there was no choice. And then AEW came. And then we had a little bit of choice. And then it became the big thing because it was different. And it was better writing. It was better wrestling. And then Triple H took over WWE. And then you know our, our attentions went that way. And then you know AEW started falling off. I'm just giving a quick uh, time <laughs> time capsule of everything that happened in the last three years. And then you know they they started falling off. They're they're back at it again. Uh, they're looking to get you know CM Punk back. They're looking to expand their week with the new show on Saturday nights. This this is good for everything. And so with that show and then leading up to Wembley, I guarantee also if if Collision comes around, comes along and you know you expand the storylines with everything that's about to happen with you know Punk and whoever else is going to join that show, they'll sell more seats. I agree with everything you just said. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get into numbers very slightly. Sure. Because I don't like this. This has the the largest record attendance for the WWE was SmackDown at Rolling Loud January or July twenty third, twenty twenty one. Okay. That was two hundred thousand. Come on. I don't count that. that. That's not that wasn't a wrestling show. That doesn't count. <laughs> WrestleMania thirty two in Arlington at at the Cowboy Stadium. That was 101,673. Hmm. I don't think they get that. Well, first of all, that number is way inflated. Second of all, uh, 
Yeah. Is it? WWE. I never. If you if you're if today's the first day you've watched wrestling in your entire life, just know this. Any capacity that they show for large events, never believe it. All right. WrestleMania three. Pontiac Silver. Ninety three thousand one hundred and seventy three. Do you was, think that's inflated? Yes, absolutely. That was actually that was actually uh that was that was on many uh uh documentaries that there was the number was pushed up. By how much? Oh, maybe like ten to fifteen thousand. Oh really? Yeah, I, I would have figured like three thousand maybe. You know, they just went over the ninety, and that they did, that was it. it. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania thirty-five, just like right, eighty-two thousand two hundred and sixty-four, and yourself, so two hundred sixty-five. Thank you. <laughs> just like Roman Reigns and and their their thousand day reign, even though he, <clears throat> excuse me, he's wrestled. I, I would love to. I would love to actually know the actual between time that he does. He's he's done promos on TV. And actually wrestled in matches. We're counting this entire time he's been off TV for the last month <laughs> as part of his reign. Come on. It's the Roman reign. Little Fugaze. That's all I'm saying. Little Fugaze. Oh, oh, now people just start using the word Fugaze all left and yeah, right. Huh? Well, you're welcome. Uh, so oh, don't get me started. <laughs> um, so yeah. my, point with, my point with all those numbers is do you think AEW gets even remotely close to that? Uh, if they forge the numbers or not. I do. Because you can't forge them like twenty five thousand. So they've already sold sixty thousand in the presale. So their tickets go on sale this Friday, correct? I believe so. If yes. What I for what I remember on watching Dynamite, uh, yeah. So if if it says it has a capacity of ninety thousand, but yeah, we're talking about floor seats also. So it's it'd be more than that. Um, Depending on what their stage setup is going to be, do they even get to that ninety thousand mark? Is my point. If they can get to sixty thousand in presale, who's to say they can't? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where what happens on Friday. I think, regardless of what happens on Friday, if even if they don't, this is still very impressive. Like very, very, very impressive that there's a worldwide want for wrestling, and there's also a worldwide want for AEW, and this proves it. So. If, if they can make this show their mania and do above and beyond expectations with this, it, it'll be, it'll be great for, for the company. Do you think it's, do you think it has the same level? Cause I wasn't here. So I'll ask you, do you think it's the same level of hype as WrestleMania one? No, mania. Or even ne- never, never mind WrestleMania one. Let's say WrestleMania three. Because between WrestleMania 2 and WrestleMania 3, no. they had to go, all right, we're going to try to fill. Like, this is going to be the largest capacity right. we have to try to get to. Right. Which is Do you why think there was that 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 same hype then no. as there is now? Or do you think it's more now no. than it was back then? It's more then than it was now. Interesting. The, the, here's here's my, the deal. I mean, I was only <laughs> – you weren't here. I was here, and I was only – I was 85. I was. WrestleMania, what? Three? Yeah. It was 86. Well, WrestleMania 1 was 83. I thought WrestleMania 1 was 84. No. WrestleMania 1 was. See, now you're making me doubt myself. Hold on. Please hold. I could have sworn. 84 is the number in my head. I. I believe WrestleMania. Was uh, eighty three? Yeah, WrestleMania three, nineteen eighty seven, March 29th. Really? Which means it was actually eighty five. 
85. What the hell's? Do I have 83 in my head? Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Why did I have 84 in my head? So then, okay, good God. <laughs> we're uh, both so, wrong. We're both wrong. So, okay, so then I was I was nine years old <laughs> in WrestleMania 3. Okay, fine. The the hype for it, because they had to have a main, a, a main event that was going to match that capacity. By the way, if you also look back on the cards that they had for WrestleMania 1 through 3, other than the main events, <sighs> not good at all. Anyway. Um, <laughs> they were they were pretty bad. WrestleMania three had the best card out of all of those. WrestleMania WrestleMania one. WrestleMania two was one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. Mania yes. one, the card before T and Hogan, got well, awful. WrestleMania two, they just tried to copy Live Aid. That was yeah. They had multiple sites going on. That yeah. was WrestleMania Live Aid. Right, <laughs> it was WrestleMania Live Aid. <laughs> and if you notice, they've never done that again. Um, no. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, anyway, so the hype that was going on because it was. It was Andre and Hogan <clears throat> as far exceeded anything that AEW has done. With that being said, AEW has not put on a a poster or on a, a promo of anything face-wise for All In. They've only gone on the fact that they are having All In at Wembley. That's it. That's all they've done. So there's there's been that's no my hype. point. Is there more hype like... No, what I'm saying. We, you knew the rest. You knew the wrestlers who were gonna like. You knew somewhat of where they I'm, were going for WrestleMania three, one through three. I'm just saying the hype was bigger because you you had names t- attached to them. That's all. They, they Hogan and, and Andre crossed over everywhere. They were crossed over in in all mm. kinds of pop culture. That's that's the difference right now. Is that unless you have unless you have the Rock <laughs> appear in AEW or some big ass name and and you know want to face like Goldberg. Anybody, I don't know if Goldberg would would reach that level. You'd have to have something something that would have crossover appeal to be able to do that. I'm just saying right now, one has honestly one has nothing to do with the other. You're, I think you're comparing apples and oranges here. the The Wembley situation is great because it's just Wembley, and and it's it's by name recognition alone as far as the stadium goes. Mania had two names of the biggest names of of all time facing yeah. each other. That's where we're at now. If AEW can do at that, at that point, they were already the biggest names of all time. Correct. Right, that's and the point. They just went above and beyond, and they went above and beyond because Andre flipped sides, and so that was a huge deal. Just like when Hogan flipped sides at uh, Bash of the Beach, that was a big deal. It's like they, these these moments happened, and so that was like for Andre to turn heel was like, oh my god, this is this is you know sacrilegious, and now we're having a huge fight for it. If Punk can come back and have you know main event with I don't know whoever can can Kenny Omega. That's what it would have to be. For it to be that big, yeah. it has to be Kenny Omega I mean, or it's fucking still, Chris Jericho. It's still not. It's 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 CM that's, Punk, that's big for that's big for wrestling fans. It's not big for yeah for yeah, for pop fans. Like if you're just on on the outside looking in, like if if you you, you had like your girlfriend was saying like well, who's this guy like that. That's not the case. Where if it was WWE, it was like, oh my god, Hogan. I know Hogan. I know Andre. That, that's there. That those names are are you know household names. There's no household names in AEW. Sting from the police. Stop it. All right. Uh, let's see here. Glad I. Oh, here's one rumored rumored uh, debut at All In. Should he get released from his WWE contract, mm-hmm. which would bode well. Although you can't have him debut and expect him to be the draw, obviously. Okay. Drew McIntyre. 
Well, he just got drafted. Yeah, but he's very unhappy, and he hasn't been seen anywhere before or after his draft. This is very true. And reports are that he is not happy with his direction in the WWE. Right. And people forget Drew McIntyre had a very successful career outside of the WWE as Drew Galloway, which is what brought him back to the WWE in the first place. Right. And why he was able to become WWE champion. Right. During COVID, which was very unfortunate for him. Very unfortunate. But could you imagine the roof, the unexistent roof Uh, of Wembley Stadium? Getting blown off the fucking place. Sure. With when that whatever type of Scottish music hits, because <laughs> I, I assume it's some type. Of it will not be it. <laughs> it will be a different one. Yeah, some type of bagpipes. Interesting. Even with the draft. No. Huh? Even with the draft. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Brian Danielson wrestled at WrestleMania, and then <laughs> one time the week after, and then never again until he popped up in AEW. It's also happened. With Weirder Chris- things have happened. Christian also was at Royal Rumble, and then like a couple weeks later. The same year. It was the same. It's like the same it month. Was the same year. <laughs> it was the same like 30 day span. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. Um, Soraya, <laughs> she will never, ever, ever. Listen, she was upset. She was upset at a fan that, that wanted her to sign something that had to do with her sex tape, her leaked sex tape. And she was upset. Okay. I, I, I buy it. But this will never leave you. You kind of dug your own proverbial porn grave with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like Kim K. They're, they're going to be known for that their entire lives. The entire lives. She says, uh, she was upset that she was hanging out with her makeup artist. And someone came up with her with this, this thing to forever sign. If you come to my hotel and wait outside, uh, wait, wait outside of it for me to sign shit. <clears throat> I sign stuff even though I know you sell it. I'm nice to you and then say I'll be back down after glam to take pics. For me to walk inside and for you to, to then make fun of my tapes to the Uber driver that asked what I did and not realize my makeup guy is right there, I will fucking lose it on you like I just did. Do not disrespect me or any wrestler ever. I will not sign shit for you for free ever again, ever. Don't even ask. I'm done with the scummy auto sellers. So she, uh, I guess she felt some sort of way <laughs> about. Uh, I guess so, huh? About this fan. I don't blame her. I mean, come on. Her. Her. <laughs> come on. Never mind. Yeah, got him. Um, no, seriously, <laughs> uh, though. Like, uh, you can't. <sighs> you. It's just stupidity, I guess, at that point. I, I guess read the room. Because how are you going to know that that's her fucking hairstylist or whatever it was. I, right, you wouldn't know, but her makeup artist, I, right? You wouldn't know it's, that's the makeup artist, but yeah. at the same time, but also read the room. Like you really think that driver. she's, but you, you was just, it the driver. No, it wasn't the driver. It was, it was a oh, fan it was a passenger. It was a fan that was asking. Uh... And then the Uber driver was there. The, the point being is that yes, you, she's done her own thing with, with making this happen. But at the same time, if you read the room, like if you think that any wrestler that you can just go, go up to a wrestler and be like, listen, I know you. Uh, hey, Marty Jannetty. I'm, 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 I he was just, he was by the way just speaking of uh, wrestling universe off the air. He was there. Uh, he was signing autographs. 
I have this. I wish. I have this. Uh, I wish. I have this newspaper article that has you as uh, a potential murderer. Could you sign this, please? <laughs> like, you, you, do you really think that, despite everything, that these people are going to sign like this this crap that puts them in a bad light? Hey, yeah, absolutely not. They're not going to. Right. And it's very traumatic for well, not Marty Tanetti, but it was very traumatic for for yeah. Shreya. We we all know that yes. she she's battled her demons. Yes. But. It would be hilarious. I mean, the Marty, the Marty Jannetty thing, the Marty Jannetty thing would be fucking hysterical. Hysterical, yes. Okay, because that's something he did to himself. Right. It's not something that was a private video that got taken and all that stuff. Correct. That would be funny. The Soraya thing, read the room. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the best right. thing that you can say about that. It's just fucking read the room. Read the room. That's it. Just read the damn room. Um, do you have anything else outside the room before we get into what would happen this weekend? I do not. So, uh, first of all, let's go back to the previous weekend. We had a little drafty draft. Um, speaking of Drew McIntyre, he went tenth overall. Uh I don't like that overall. If it's an overall draft, you have to make the because di- then you're telling me that Seth Rollins went what? He went 20th overall because he was selected on the first spot on Monday. So he went. Or whoever went first on Monday? No, he, that was, that counted as one, actually. So Rhea Ripley was was picked number one. So he, she was one. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, but that's my point. It, was she the 20th pick or whatever it is at that point? No, she was the first pick on Raw. That's why it doesn't make any sense. I understand this. It's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh yeah, I'm no, full, good point. I'm fully good aware. Point. Oh, I'm fully aware where you're going. I, I get it. So yeah, so technically, so, if so Drew McIntyre tenth overall. So technically, uh, if you want to, if you if you want to go down that road, uh, Indy Hartwell was sixteenth. So on Friday, so not that including the supplemental picks on on SmackDown Lowdown, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten, eleven. So with the twenty seventh pick in the so, WWE draft, so Rhea Ripley was the twenty ninth pick. <laughs> Ah, I was fucking close. <laughs> Rhea Ripley was 29th. Austin Theory was 30th. Okay, all right. So yes, wrestling everybody. Um, Austin Theory, that that one makes sense at least. Uh, by the way, Hit Row, um, getting drafted to SmackDown. I, I... okay. Max Swerve. That's all I want. If we just yeah, <laughs> he's doing all right. <laughs> he's he's doing way better in AEW than he'll do it ever in, in WWE. Um. So, yeah, so the maximum male yeah. models actually get got drafted before uh, Seth freaking Rollins. Just let that sink in. Yeah, that's my point, dude. The, like this the draft, makes... the draft is ridiculous. Is <laughs> the whole point? Uh, let's see. Just make everybody available. I know. Uh, just just do it. Drew, Drew McIntyre picked tenth. The OC as a group picked picked eleventh. Uh, by the way, I'm going on a side tangent here with with them. This group is not going to work at all. They're, they're trying to they're trying to be something that they're not in a face rogue he uh uh faction it just like i don't know it, it's it's one of those things they're trying to be babyface judgment day it's it's not gonna work there's never a faction that works that's that's babyface i'm sorry it, it just it just yeah. doesn't happen um uh even though i love aj styles and i like I, I love that he's back uh see the miz damage control uh shinsuke alba fire and uh isla isla dawn isla isla dawn not even close uh Sasha Baron Cohen. Isla. Thank you. Isla Fisher. 
Uh, I'm a fire. Thank you. <laughs> At least you knew where I was going. I with got that. you. I got you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, the the first picks from NXT. Did a lot of picks from NXT. Uh, Indy Hartwell to NXT. I lo- I love the fact that they are hinting at the return of the way. Um, on Raw. Well, no, the way has returned. They're hinting at the return of the Prodigal Son. To Austin Theory. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's gonna. He's not gonna join them. Now that's something I'd be excited for. My 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 funny bone got tickled when I saw that during the supplemental picks, Apollo Cruz <laughs> is now drafted to Raw. So welcome back to the uh, the big leagues. Um, let's see here. It was uh, Dexter Loomis on Raw. What was the other? Oh, J D McDonough. J D McDonough to Raw. I am actually really excited about that one. Me too. And uh, you want to know why? Please. Because his mentor and the person who taught him professional wrestling from the very first day, I think, is on Monday Night Raw. That's his? One-fourth of the Judgment Day, hailing from Bray County, Whitlow, Ireland. Uh, Fergalicious. Fergalicious Finn Balor. I almost said Bray Wyatt for a second. The Bray (laughs) County thing always mixes me up. I didn't know he was he was a trainer. Uh, yeah, Zoe Stark. He also trained he, he trained uh 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 Becky way back when. That I think I knew. Yeah, that I think I knew. Uh, Zoe Stark to Raw. She had her first match against uh 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 uh, uh, Nikki, uh Nikki Cross, Cross, which Nikki Cross jobbed over. Uh, so okay. There's yeah. there's that. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to NXT years right now. Um, pretty deadly. Welcome, yes, boy. Welcome to uh, to SmackDown. Uh, Kaden Carter and Chance uh, to Raw. Cameron Grimes to SmackDown. I'm excited for that one. Uh, supplemental picks, which I, I didn't think it was going to be that low, but Grayson Waller to SmackDown. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I wish he would have went on the show. He should have went on the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then this one here. It's in the sheer. Uh, with Jinder Mahal, uh, Sangha, and Veer Mahan. Uh, Veer Mahan and everybody joking online. Like, how long are we going to wait for this This coming soon? Because um, we wait, we waited months. Literally literally months. Not an exaggeration. We literally waited months for Veer Mahan to, to make his debut. And he did nothing. <laughs> and then he was like, they were like, I guess he's okay. But he's not doing anything here. Let's send him down to NXT. Have a faction with you know some other Indians. And then bring them up. And so now we're we're in this year with, with Raw. I believe Veer was a freaking major league baseball player, was wasn't he? Really? he? <laughs> was he really? I think so. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, please look that up. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Grayson Waller should have went should have went that low. Odyssey Jones. I think that was uh, that one surprised me. I thought he was to uh, raw. I didn't think he was new, but I figured Carmelo or or Braun Breaker would have would have come up before someone like Odyssey Jones did. Yeah, um, I guess he impressed the right amount of people that he had to impress uh speaking of braun breaker the reason why he was not called up uh because let's see here Break, breaker just turned heel and mm. uh he continues to be a dominant force in nxt uh he was not drafted according to reports by wkrd wrestling on twitter there are plans for braun breaker to be called up to the main roster however due to his current heel gimmick WWE decided to have him develop his character there and plan on calling him up after SummerSlam. Because, yeah, of course, the draft is just Fugues. 
It's my new word. Uh, regarding Braun Breaker going undrafted, we've heard that there are tentative plans to draft Braun to the main roster, but officials are so impressed with his heel persona, which, as am I, uh, he remained in NXT to be better cultivate that character. And there you go. Veer Mahan, better known as Rinku Singh, sure, is an Indian professional wrestler and former professional baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. What? He also won a pitching contest on the 2008 reality television show, The Million Dollar Arm, <laughs> and he is the subject of the movie, The Million Dollar Arm. Stop. His finisher makes way more sense now. I'm sorry. His clothesline makes way more sense. Why? Why can't they tell us this? Thank you. <laughs> that, Why can't they tell us this? Why is the, we need to know this type of stuff. I fucking hate Vince. The, 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 there, there are things that happen outside of the ring. And I, you know what? I can also appreciate that Cody Rhodes in Jacksonville doing that promo. Had a, uh, had we a spent reference. a lot of time together during the pandemic. Yeah. I loved it. You have the reference. Things happen in other people's lives outside of WWE. Stop having the universe be this bubble. That nobody knows. Bring what the back the going. iron chair, man. Come on. Bring back the iron chair. I'm sorry, the electric chair. That's I don't right. know why I said iron. <laughs> the, ele- the ele- iron claw, the electric chair. Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> uh, yes. Y- y- I think that would have been a much better topic to talk about other than he's so dominant with this clothesline from hell that he's beating jobbers with. He used to be a pitcher. <laughs> and now this is his, his, his finishing move is this massive clothesline. Forget about the fact that he used to be a professional baseball player. Okay. He was the subject of a major motion picture. <laughs> yes. Okay, because yeah. he won a reality show. Right. Not so far after The Miz was on a reality show. I think the... I, it's, they, we missed the, the... It's right there. It's in front of you. Missed the opportunity on that. Why can't we get a fucking WWE t- 24 or 30 for 30? I forget what they fucking call him. On Veer Mahan. <laughs> Veer Mahan. Anybody watch Come on. Would anybody watch that? I don't know. I would. Well, now you would. I would have. Bef- uh, no, yeah, you wouldn't. No. Would. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you knew this fact. I knew about the million dollar arm thing before. Okay. I, I, had, you know. I had heard about that before. Okay. I was not aware. Ironically, I think from Pat McAfee. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which. Yes. Oh. Congratulations, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations on being broke. What was the deal for ESPN? That's- like That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about his, his major deal. I was not talking about that deal. Okay. I do believe that that deal has not been announced yet, so no numbers have come out uh, officially. I, I picked a different, but go on. Well, if you've seen it, please let me know because I have not seen it. Okay. I was talking about the fact that him and his lovely wife gave birth to a beautiful baby girl uh, last week. Yes. So congrats to them. Congrats. Baby Mackenzie McAfee. So Mac Mac. <laughs> that's gonna be that, that's 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 gonna follow that kid for uh, a while. Mac Mac. Mac Mac. <laughs> but congrats. Very cool. Congrats to them. And I hope I killed enough time for you to say I had the deal on my screen and <laughs> God damn it. Uh here we go. Okay. Sports Illustrated. Here we go. ESPN emerges as favorite for new Pac McAfee deal. Emerges. Uh, uh, hold on. This was as of as of two days ago. There was no. There was a report. Damn it. 
If, if it's more than $130 million again, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, here we go. I mean, I'm not going to be pissed. I'm going to be hyped for him, but still. ESPN is leading candidate. Okay, so he hasn't signed it yet, but leading candidate to have Pat McAfee move closer to leaving for uh, to leaving the $120 million FanDuel deal. Um, and that's where we stand. Yeah. So if he, but the thing is, is that the YouTube show is always going to stay free. He's making like that show is probably always going to stay on YouTube. Thirty million plus a year, and that's that's what we we'd be walking away from. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time that he walked away from millions and millions of yeah. dollars. <sighs> this guy, this fucking guy, just making all. all I would of, kill of for the amount of millions that he's walked away from. I know you would. Because you're a murder, murderous bastard. No, um, I'm not. We don't need that out there. I don't need that narrative out there. Snip that. No, we're going to keep that in. Uh, let's see here. I got nothing else. Backlash. Backlash, yes. Puerto Ricanya. Uh, that, first of all, like the <laughs> hot take, backlash, better than night two. I'll say it. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. I enjoyed Backlash more than I enjoyed Night 2 of WrestleMania. I'm going through it in my head. And I think I agree. Yep. I think I agree. Um, by the, and by the way, it, it's hard to have a, a pay-per-view, a premium live event at such a hyped arena. That uh, Shout out to Puerto Rico and all the fans there because they were just, they brought, every single person brought it. And then you go to Jacksonville and it's just dead to the point where they have to pipe in crowd noise. Yeah. Not a good well, look. Well, to be fair, you couldn't pipe in any crowd noise from fucking Puerto Rico because all of their chants were in Spanish. I mean, you could still someone could do that. Someone could have like right. higher. Do you think they? Do you think they pipe in crowd noise for the one, two, three? Uno, dos, tres. In Mash and Tucket, fucking Connecticut. No. Okay, never mind. My point being was <laughs> yes, that the entire being. crowd. Yeah. The entire crowd was going, uno, yes. dos, yeah. tres. Yeah. I thought that was fucking awesome. I, that was great. I thought that was absolutely Also, great. anytime they punch the person, you know, when you hear it in, in the States, they go, oh, oh, mm. oh, like the crowd does. But in Puerto Rico, for some reason, <laughs> they were going, oi, oi, the whole fucking night. I like that better. <laughs> I do too. I, like I don't know why though. I think it's something different. I think it was just different. I, I like different. I like the fact that they, they did this. I like the fact that the Puerto Rican crowd was absolutely absurdly insane and it just fell every single match. Um, not to mention that the card itself was really good. And they had to, they had a, 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 a right to go oi oi for every match because everybody absolutely killed it. Even Ozzy Ozzy Ozzy. Oi oi oi. Even Seth Rollins and Omas. <laughs> as much as people kind of were on the fence with that. I will say for for that match, and I'm just going out of order here. For that match, because Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins, and he can carry apparently anybody. Case in point, Omos. This is Omos's best match, <laughs> and, yep. and and that's not saying much because you know he can only do what he can do. But uh, yeah, so the, but him versus Brock Lesnar, not that far second. I understand destruction. It, it, Destruction. I understand big that if, meaty men <laughs> slapping meat. That's what. That's what. That's what. I understand if 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 he lost this match because Seth Rollins is will eventually win this world championship. Uh, there's no doubt about it now. Oh yeah. I mean, um, come on. Um, 
and I have, I have thoughts and, and opinions on, on that whole nonsense. Uh, but did he have to lose to Brock? Like, no. Right, aren't we trying to push him some sort of direction? Yeah. And, but and now he could it, have also, it wouldn't have hurt Brock if he lost to Omos and then lost to Cody. Cody. Right. No, you're not losing anything in Brock. Like, you know. However, Brock would be going on a fucking tear after that. Like, right. he's going to have to win every match for a year. Right. So at Night of Champions. To make up for those two losses. Night of Champions, it's probably. Sp- yeah. Or Brock Lesnar. He's probably still taking that L. Yeah. Who knows? There you go. Um, let's go down the card here. Uh, 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 Bianca Just Belair. You know when you get to the bad bunny. Because I got my thoughts on that one. Bianca Belair and Eo Sky. Uh, thank Yuck. you. What? Absolutely. No, I'm sorry. Yuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will let. Nope. I take back everything I said. You go first. Uh, okay. You did not like it. Huh? You didn't like it. No, I heard what you were going to say, and I want you to say it first. I, I, I love that the crowd there gave Eo Sky the face. Thank you. I love that. I love that they were they were booing Bianca. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I just I just like that they they chose the heel instead. Yeah, I like Jane I like Cena. different. I like I like different. I like the fact that they were in Puerto Rico for two nights. Mm-hmm. You had SmackDown and Backlash at the same place, right? And the reason why that was good was because you were able to have everyone at SmackDown be like, "Oh, this is the greatest. They're back. They're this. Everyone's getting cheered." The crowd is saying to them. We'll do what you want us to do. Mm -hmm. But on night two, that's when we get to pick who we want. Right. And it showed because you weren't getting the typical reactions you were for Bianca and EO. And I want to thank every single member of the Puerto Rican WWE universe (laughs) Uh. because they showed out. And they did something that no one in the United States would be willing to do. Well, I mean, technically they're the United States, but you get it. You get it. Yes. Got. So thank you, Puerto Rico. There you go. Um. So Eo Sky gets gets the L on that, but absolutely outstanding match. Even with you know, uh, obviously Bianca always brings it, but Eo Sky, uh, the two of them just put on a great match. Um. So there was that. Uh, as the aforementioned Omos and Seth Rollins match, which was good in regards to, you know, Omos. In it, regards to an Omos match. In regards to an Omos match, yes. So Seth Rollins gets a win on that. Um, I, I'm, I'm just curious to see where they go with this because it, it doesn't make any sense uh, with Omos. Um, your triple threat with Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, and Bobby Lashley. Okay. I mean, it, this this might be up there with the, the Rollins match as like the, the subpar level for me uh it was i thought it was average yeah i thought it was good um so speaking of big men slapping man meat um but still seth rollins versus omos way better than shane mcmahon versus the miz that's my point hmm. even the worst match on backlash <laughs> is nowhere near right. the worst match from fucking night two of wrestlemania <laughs> well nobody tore their acl so there's that. They're quad. Sure. <laughs> uh, just like dad. Rhea Ripley. Just like that. Like father, like son. Rhea Ripley versus Lena Vega. And uh, I wonder where Zelina Vega hails from. Oh, I from, from Queens, by the way. I got 
I got verklempt to the highest levels. The man tears, huh? For that entrance. You, that you, entire thing. The whole country on her back. You you want you want that You know she's not gonna win. Yeah, I know. I know. Obviously she wasn't gonna win. Um that was that was kind of like the Jinder Mahal scenario being in India. <laughs> like we were, we were I in want your, that your I was gonna say you want that but in a Colombian flag. Do you want to just like go? No, like I want an Amer well, I want like I half, want one side one, one side half, the other. Exactly. There you, go. there you go. No, I'm saying inside Right. And then outside. Oh god. Not one half, one half. Oh, I, I want say, okay. inside, outside. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Half Colombian, half American. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh yeah. No. Colombian on the inside, American on the outside. <laughs> Just hugging <laughs> hugging in its embrace. Just like me. <laughs> Vega, uh, yeah, the love that she got, holy shit, it was absolutely outstanding. Even after the loss, you know, the the, the family on the side, and and that was tear, you know, tearing up at that, and then you know, just her, her loss, and the crowd just going absolutely nuts for her. Uh, the good, pop good for, for a chancleta, but by, wow. yeah, I know, <laughs> who knew that that would get such a huge pop? Um, and and by the way, if if we doubt that, you know, as far as like you know, some wrestlers go and they get love because of you know just their nationality, but Vega is a great wrestler, and for the the female division, she needs something. Um, give give her. I mean, it's hard to do that now with with both uh, Bianca and Rhea having it. Rhea is going to just come on a tear this year. It's going to be the year of, of Ripley. Um, but All right, she, so let me raise this question. There to should you. be something that she she can get because she's a, she's a great wrestler. That's my point. Let me raise this to you. Would it have been a bad thing if like Zelina IC, won? I see women's belt. Well, yes. But would it be a bad thing if Zelina won at Backlash? <sighs> have her hold it for two weeks. Let her get uh, one title defense where she wins. I was going to say, in the moment. Could have been against Dana Brooke. Who the, knows? Right. In the moment, no. Going. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. In the moment, no. Uh, long-term storytelling, yes. I don't think so. And then she picks it up again right after. But you're not looking. You're, you're making Rhea look, look weak. She just got the belt. Literally, the, the the previous PLE, she just got it. Mania, <laughs> she just got it. A mania. Wow, that was a wow. Yeah, oh shit. That, that feels like a lot longer than it was. Feels like a year ago. It, it, that just yeah, that was the previous PLE. Um, duh. Puerto Rico Suns, Damian Priest versus Baba. Dude, let me tell you this. Yes, I may not have enjoyed Bad Buddy's music. I've had to put up with it a lot for the past couple of years. <laughs> but he's gained a fan. Just now? He is absolutely gained a fan. Yeah. Well, Booker T was when I started coming around in it and stopped saying, this is shit music. <laughs> when okay. Booker T came out, I go, okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I can get there. Sure. And you start looking into it a little more and you're like, all right. All right, I will accept his music. Uh -huh. Then he gets into pro wrestling, and he goes at Brock Lesnar one on uh, right in the middle of the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. I mean, who's got the balls to do that? Uh, I was like, okay, now I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Now you come to you come to this now, and I'm a fan. I am a fan. You need to do a lot of work. I don't think I'm ready to put him above Pat McAfee as far as my celebrity wrestler rankings. I, I am. But he's definitely a solid 1A, if anything. I have Logan Paul. I have, <clears throat> I have Bad Bunny. 
And then I have. Oh, shit. You, you totally forgot about Logan. I uh, did. And then I have Pat McAfee. Pat is great for what he is. <sighs> he did not do nearly anything as far as what Bad Bunny did on, on Saturday. Like his, his spots that he took, especially that, that power bomb off the, the truss. Um, the the Kendo stick work. I mean, he he did some shit that uh, the 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 Panama Sunrise, the Bad Bunny Destroyer, <laughs> like all those moves. I, I do not see Pat McAfee doing those moves. Yes. Your uh, question for the class. Yes. Red, um, red, red, yes. Uh, do people forget War Games? What about it? Do you forget Pat McAfee backflipping off of the cage onto nobody? Oh no! With with Adam Cole. Hey, listen. I think people forget. I think people forget. And okay. that was like one of his first matches. Right. Okay. This is like Bad Bunny's third. Fair fair enough. I'm still That's all I'm saying. I'm it was very on. impressive. Don't get me wrong. Maybe it's maybe it's recency bias, but um I, I'm I'm going Bad Bunny over Pat McAfee. Wrestling wise. As far as commentator, I, I think Pat he's, McAfee he's one of my strictly favorite. because strictly because he his first his first trip into the ring, into the WWE, mm. was in a singles match. He faced Adam Cole first. Right. And then War Games came after. Right. Bad Bunny, they needed to ease into it. He had to go with Damian Priest first. Then this one you had, he uh, was able to do the one-on-one because he impressed so much. This was supposed to be a tag match. Yes. But he was impressive so much that he was able to get this one-on-one shot. Uh, Pat McAfee was impressive from the start. <laughs> That's my point. I, again, as I said, I feel like for me it's, it might be recency bias, but just everything that he did in that match impressed me so much that I'm going with with him as as two right below Logan Paul. Um, but Logan Paul is your number one. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. You've laid it out. You've laid out your argument very well. I, I will. And, I will you, agree with that. And you and you as well. So now I have to. I have to. I'll think about it. As far as like, as far as Pat McAfee, I'm sure if if I start watching more of his stuff or go back to his NXT days, um, I'll, I'll, I might I change, think, change I my think mind. He may move up to number two at the very least. Okay, fair enough. Um, because the stuff that Logan Paul does is like wildly ridiculous. Like a buckshot lariat like that. I know. I know. I think Pat McAfee would blow out his ACL. Yes. <laughs> I mean, granted, Logan Paul did. <laughs> we right. forgot Logan Paul did blow out his ACL when he did that. Right, but unlike unlike Shane, he kept going. <laughs> he kept going. Listen, listen. You can you can function with an uh, a you know a compromised ACL depending on where it is, depending on where the compromise of the ACL is. Correct. correct. You can't function with a torn quad. <laughs> That's just not happening. <laughs> Oh, excuses. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, Priest, by the way, Priest taking the, the chair shots to the knee. Um, I, I was that was one of my notes. It looked looked a little stiff there. <laughs> Some of those shots. Um, uh, he was bleeding from the mouth. Uh, I love the new Jack. Uh, the new Jack. Fuck! What? Damn it! What's the word? I didn't mean to cut you off like that and not have the word. Tribute. Thank you, New Jack. The New Jack tribute that uh, Bad Bunny had in the beginning with the shopping cart. Yes. Yeah. You know, hold, hold on, hold on. And he, he yeah, just yeah, displayed yeah. all the weapons. Um, shout out to Carlito for making the save after Judgment Day was Dude. coming in. Huge pop for that and the apple. Uh, for myself. 
<laughs> for myself. Uh, and then the probably the biggest one of the <laughs> only in Puerto Rico. One of the biggest pops of the night goes Carlito to Savio. Was bigger. Savio Vega. I think Carlito was a bigger pop. I I don't know. Go go back and watch it. See, this is again recency bias. I'm seeing I, a lot of recency bias just, on I, you right now. I just watched it again. I saw. I, I've seen that. I've seen that match twice. I, I okay. Carlito was huge. I think Savio Vega. I don't know, uh, especially when he had he had two, two, two times on TV. He had the backstage uh, vignette that he had, and then they, they when he that came out, that pop was bigger. the The original backstage that pop right was bigger than than the, the other two. I'll give you that one. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, yeah, and so the priest priest getting the L after the Bunny Destroyer, <laughs> and then uh, what's his name? Corey Graves trying to come up with a better name. I like Bunny Destroyer. I thought it was very funny. Can we call it a Puerto Rican destroyer? <laughs> that's the bunny destroyer. It's already said Michael Cole is is the king of the announcers. And so that's it. It's already done. Um Usos and Sokoa versus uh, Riddle Zane and Owens and um this this bloodline uh this bloodline shtick continues on uh even with the draft. That was the one the one major sticking point that the, even with the draft, it was just the three of them, Reigns, uh, Sokoa, and, and Paul Heyman getting drafted, and the Usos were not. Um, and then the Usos got drafted to SmackDown, put in one of their last picks. One of the last picks. This is, <laughs> this is going probably the way that we all should have expected it to go, and I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm just, I just find it uh, hysterical just the way things are going. Um, I think we'll get swerved at some point. At some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this and, and that was my, my other note is that seeing just watching Sokoa, especially with like being so shady around his brothers, is is very funny to me. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Bloodline gets the win, and so there's the extension of the the Bloodline storyline going going forward. There uh, it does not hurt, didn't hurt uh Zayn or, or uh, Owens as far as their their title reign. Absolutely um, not. But uh, it was it was a good match overall. Uh, wasn't the best, but it was a good match. Um, and then the main event, the the co-main event with uh, Lesnar and Rhodes. I have some th- some thoughts, and then there was some after match stuff that came out um, with the ending of this match. Uh, so Lesnar ended up being a bloody mess by the end of it. Um, gimmick or hard way. Uh, I want to say gimmick because he. I mean, look, did you see the stitches that he had? I want to say. I'm sorry, Hardway. Hardway. I'm saying Hardway. I, I meant Hardway. Sorry. Okay, I meant Hardway. <laughs> sorry, I meant. I was yeah. about to say. Uh, no, no. If you have a gimmick, like it's, it would just be a cut. But yeah, the, the boy had a yeah. had a gash over his eyeball. Um, yeah. and I think, I think I know why the gash got that big. Why? Because he legitimately rammed his head into that that exposed turnbuckle. Hmm. But then, if you notice, he took his thumb. GM did and he was just kind of like making sure to see if there's any blood and then he went back again and he kind of like presses himself in and everything comes back God, wrestlers, like down. wrestlers are just crazy man <laughs> it's all for the look uh, the way it ended though with the uh, the roll up with the arm bar going down uh, people were like was this, was this a mistake did that supposed to happen like that so apparently yeah it was, it was that, the entire script of the match went was supposed to go down like that with blood involved and some are saying that with this new uh, uh, Endeavor merger that we might mm-hmm. get some more AEW-esque <laughs> blood matches. I agree with that. Thoughts, prayers? Thoughts? No prayers. Okay. They're good. Okay. <laughs> um, no, nah, they're always in my prayers. You get it. Sure. Um, 
I do think that we might get to see more blood. I don't think it's going to be often. I think it's going to be used correctly because AEW just does it way too much. Yes. Right. And that's that was my point originally. It was just like, you can have it once in a blue, man. It's, it's fine. Can't have it every fucking match. In this case, it was used correctly, I think. Yeah. But WWE is still going to WWE. So when they show the playback of the pay-per-view, they have to do it in black and white. Sure. Because <laughs> that makes sense. It never makes sense. What's that? Hey, Dad, what's that? Uh, it's that black circle on the ring. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be there. I drop. <laughs> That's Vince. I don't know. Does this match happened in 1960. Why is everything black and white? No, yeah, what happened? This happened just happened this past weekend. I'm sorry. And meanwhile, in we a- see a bunch of paperboy hats in the crowd. AEW will still have any any. Meanwhile, re- AEW will have someone get stabbed on live television, literally with a screwdriver. And if you if you have the replay of it, they'll show it in full bl- glorious color in 4K. <laughs> It's like there's no yeah. there's no black and white in, in AEW. Living color. There's no there's no black and white in AEW with their recaps. You see blood, you're getting blood again. That's it. It's just showing it you're all. You're gonna over get again. a close up of the blood. <laughs> and then the announcer's going, "Oh, why do we have to show this? Why have to show? Why is it so, too close?" <laughs> Overall, really good, really good night. And I'm going to credit Triple H for this. You can tell when a when a when a shitty pay per view goes down. That's a McMahon vehicle, and when a Triple H vehicle happens, and I'm going to say I can tell, at least for myself, that it was a Triple H vehicle just because of how the matches were run, um, mm-hmm. and that every match had its time, even the women's matches, as sad as that is still to say in 2023 that women's matches still get this shit uh, as far as time goes, but, uh, uh, no, e and, EO and Rip and, uh, and Bianca went their, their full lot of time, and it was great, and the crowd was absolutely amazing for every single match. They were into the the Rollins Omos match, for goodness sakes. <laughs> so you know it's Rollins. I mean, come on. I mean, there's that. But even for that, they they were still into that. Do and and then you know people talking about having backlash there every year. Fucking do it. Give me an excuse to go to absolutely. Puerto Rico. I'll go to Puerto Rico for a pay per view. Absolutely. You got to ask me twice. I, <laughs> I mean, I've always wanted to go. <laughs> just give me a reason to go. Um. I'm I'm all for it. Just just do it. And I don't need a passport to get there. Technically, you don't sign me up. Yeah, get your license ready. Uh, so yeah, that was there was that PLE that was absolutely a great one uh, to follow up for Mania. Um, and then I, you know what, I didn't think about that, but you're right. I think this was better than night two. And even though I mm-hmm. I don't hate as much on night two as everybody else seems to, um, because I think everybody hates on it because they didn't get what they wanted with the Cody result. Um, and I'm thinking about that also, and I'm thinking long term storytelling. That will pay off because it won't be yes. it won't be Cody. Obviously, it won't be Cody to get this 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 heavyweight championship uh, belt, which is fine. It should be Cody to dethrone Reigns, and when that buildup happens and you're still going towards that direction, so be it. Yeah, backlash twenty twenty eight. We know. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're already there. By the way, um, <laughs> I, I also. Just really quickly, we had we had the first round of the uh, the heavyweight tournament, heavyweight championship tournament on Raw, with the, starting with the triple threats, and that's when Lesnar came out and did a, I, which I thought was a killer promo in camera. Um, yes, even absolutely. Though, even though the fans were absolutely not behind it at all, and they had to pipe in crowd noise for that and all the boos. Uh, if you didn't know about that, well, now you know. Um, here, here's my thought. And I told this to to Rob uh, right before our Janet Jackson concert experience. Uh, the idea of having Raw 
on one side of a tournament and then SmackDown on the other side. First of all, you just had a draft. So everybody that's on SmackDown and you've already made it clear that it's a Raw brand title. You're going to yeah. say that someone from SmackDown is going to win that title and then go over to Raw? No, no. This is this is the stupidity of sometimes that we, we come up with wrestling. Obviously, someone from Raw is going to win it. That person that came out victorious on the side of Raw is Seth Rollins, your new heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. That's yes. you've, you've already given the most predictable outcome for this entire thing, and that's what I hate about this this whole tournament bullshit. I don't, I'm, not at the belt. Explain- I'm not at the belts, even though it's it's a subpar belt. <laughs> but at the same time, you've already you've already laid out the groundwork for whoever's going to come out of the SmackDown side, which should be Edge. I think that that'd be an awesome match, Edge and Rollins. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, people online also are saying that if if Edge wins, uh, since he's he's talking about retirement, then have someone have Rollins or somebody you know take it off him. Um, I, I don't know. So, first of all, belts hold up your pants. Second. Um, the championship belt. Go on. If <laughs> if they explain to us mm-hmm. that if a SmackDown superstar wins the World Heavyweight Championship, we will be forced to trade that superstar to Monday Night Raw in exchange. Make it make it seem a little real. You know what I mean? Edge wins the the World Heavyweight Championship. He gets traded to Raw for fucking Indushare. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Edge and Beth Phoenix for all of Indushare. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that that yes, that makes sense. Of course, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Uh, if they explained it that way, I wouldn't have so much of a problem with it. But they didn't say that at all. You need to say that from the beginning, being like, whoever wins this championship will be a Monday Night Raw superstar. But also, but it's already, what is it's, SmackDown going to take it's already established in return? Though. It's already been established, though, that it's a Raw belt. But if it's a SmackDown superstar that wins, I agree with you. They should have just left it to all competitors on Monday Night Raw. Right. Where was Drew McIntyre? Yeah, apparently going to AEW. At this point, I fucking hope so. <laughs> The the guy got drafted and he's 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 scrubbed all m- mentions of WWE on his Twitter and he's still nowhere to be found after what had to be more more than a month now. Mania? He hasn't been around. Yeah, Mania. Was that's he it. At Mania? Yeah. The yeah. triple threat, right? That was it. <laughs> the triple threat yeah. with, with Gunter and Sheamus. That was it. So the last time we saw Drew McIntyre was also the last time we saw Roman Reigns. That's correct. Interesting. <laughs> that is correct. <sighs> there should be. There Wrestling. should not be. Love it. There should not be this counting of time <laughs> during a, a, a championship reign, where you're counting the days where he's taken off from Mania up until now, and he's well, he, he'll be on SmackDown uh, tomorrow. So there's See, that. Here's the thing: when it comes to championship reigns, I don't have a problem with them taking a calendar month off, but. You need off to, TV too. You not off TV, oh, but you need to defend that title. In my head, a world champion should defend the title once every thirty days, once every month at the very least. I mean, he's getting to uh, he's getting to MJF territory, and MJF has been on TV more than he has. Yes, and MJF filmed the movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and he filmed the movie. Roman, what's your excuse? Uh, yeah. Fast Eleven. Who's <laughs> <laughs> oh god um all right 
quickly AEW to wrap this puppy up here. Um, uh, last week we had that uh, the tag tag team uh, for the four pillars. Yes. Um, great match. And Sammy and uh, I'm sorry, uh, Darby and and Jungle Boy won. Yes, which obviously obviously was going to happen. So now we have the four pillars match at uh, Double or Nothing. Um, this week, Claudio Castagnoli, your Ring of Honor World Champion, taking on Ray Phoenix, AEW World Tag Team. New no. Ring of Honor Ring of Tag Honor. Team Champion. Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion is what I meant. Um, <laughs> with the double jeopardy rule stipulation. I don't know what that means. I mean, it, I do know what that means. I just don't know what it means in the context of wrestling. If well, because they own so if, Ring of Honor, if the, so if Ray the person won. who loses can't challenge for the other title ever. I don't know if ever. I don't know if we have to put. We didn't put the Cody. Well, that's double jeopardy. Not in this in this situation. All right. I explain it better. AEW. I Cody, know. Look I, at you. <laughs> I agree. Um. Yeah. So if Ray won, then he would get a title shot at uh, Claudio again. But then Ray, but Claudio Claudio would never be able to challenge for the tag, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. But now is that Claudio won, then he gets to compete for with like uh, with Wheeler. Yes, but then like Ray should never be able to challenge for the for Claudio's Claudio's Ring of Honor, correct? uh, World Championship. That should be the way. I'm sure it's not because wrestling. Yeah. So is that. and then, by the way, the the uh, the promo that Brian Danielson and, and John Moxley cut last week, uh, yeah. in the hallways, the stairwell, one of the best promos I've I've seen in a very long time. Um, anyway, digress. One of the best groups I've seen in a long time they, since I don't know the Shield. Since the Shield. Uh, hey, John, how about that? Um, <laughs> Renee Renee was busy backstage this week. Uh, we had two returns. One, thank God. The Redeemer. The Redeemer is back. Miro is back. Didn't say a word to Renee. Just walked right into Tony's office. Shut the door. There was that. Um, and then the other return was Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Well, you roll your arse pretty well. Thank you very much. Been hanging out with a lot of Latinas? <laughs> Lately, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Queen yeah, Sh- Thunder Rosa is back. <laughs> Shout out, Queens. Shout out, Bayside. <laughs> Make my yeah, second home in Bayside. Sons of Slam Studios. We have Sons of Slam East and we have Sons of Slam West. That'll be uh, you, you, you'll be uh, Sons of Slam East. You're what? Like fucking a degree west than me? Doesn't matter. I'm Technically, still, I'm still west. <laughs> North and south. F- fucker. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are in the NFC East. <laughs> that's not. Uh, that's not talk about like. Degrees. Fucker, the Kansas City Chiefs are in the AFC West. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Welcome to Sons of Slam Studios. Well, one better. The Memphis Grizzlies are in the West Conference. <laughs> that, that one always did me for a loop. Oh, by the way. The Indianapolis of, Colts are in the AFC South. Speaking of which, on, on my <laughs> Michael K. show, uh, which I love to listen to, they, had the, uh, they were talking about, speaking of AEW, the cons, if Jacksonville moves to London, and they are AFC. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, the team. Okay, the team. Got you. <laughs> the, the whole city. I was of like, Jacksonville. How are they going to move an entire town to fucking London? They hate. They hate Florida. If they move the entire town, they move the team to London. Isn't it? <laughs> they were saying that they should do like a AFC Europe. 
<laughs> like they can do like all the crappy yeah, teams. You can get a team in Frankfurt. You can do a team in London. They could do right. They could do like Indianapolis in Spain. They could do like uh, yeah. uh, Jacksonville in London. Do um, oh, dude, the Barcelona Bulls. There you go, <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> Ibiza. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I fucking hate that accent so much. London to Ibiza. I cannot tell you how much I despise that accent. The lisp. I fucking hate it. And it's just because some king had a freaking uh, speech impediment. Not even. It was a prince. Ibiza. It was the prince that had a fucking speech impediment. And then everyone was like, oh, this is how we have to fucking talk for the rest of our lives. This is how all our goddamn grandchildren have to talk for the rest of their lives. Someone feels some sort of way, huh? Chase, who hurt you? There's just a thing with... There's a thing when it comes to people of latin descent latinos latinas more specifically oh please do that we just there's something about hearing other accents that isn't your own where you're like ugh. (laughs) gee that's uh or oof sometimes you're an accidentist so what you're an accident accident you're an accentist accidentist okay no i'll accept that (laughs) Oh, you accept that? I'll accept that. I definitely judge people based on their accents. 100%. Interesting. If I hear you from, if I hear a Boston accent on you, I go, Ugh. Yeah, so do I. Ugh. Yeah. If I hear Philly, I go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is a wooter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, I, I, I would say Ugh, to Boston, but then I, I kind of chuckle too because I, I just find that that Chicago, Philly, <laughs> it's a wooter. People uh, say that New York has an accent. I don't see it. Yeah, because you live in New York. It's it's. I know. Very blatant. It, and and I, I would go up to like if I saw my relatives up in Buffalo, and be like, oh, you, and it's, and people didn't know where I was from. They'd be like, oh, you must be from the city. Even though I sound. But you're not. I'm, I'm not. You know, but you're not. But 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 everywhere outside of New York and the and the the the, the tri-state area, it all upstate air quote upstate thinks that the city is a one big thing it's not like it's like you have different boroughs nobody knows about that unless you live here oh no anyone outside of new york city when you say i'm going to the city it's one big they mean conglomerate anywhere of, in any one of the five boroughs anywhere in new york city yes you yeah. can call but yes. us smart people know that when we say the city you mean manhattan Manhattan, correct yeah right nobody's talking about shitty queens i don't live in the city <laughs> okay i will never claim to live in the city mm. quote unquote the city. the city i live in new york city yes but I don't live in the city. Right. Yeah, true. Anyway, good talk. Uh, good talk. The uh, House of Black stipulation now with this uh, trios championship. Uh, I'm, I'm for it, just you know, as far as like, doing different stipulations for each one, because you know, just kind of want to like mix it up. They haven't been on TV in a minute, but uh, yeah. I, uh, told, I told our members to go and handle business. Good for you. Uh, and, <laughs> and they did. Uh I just want to get to the main event with this uh, the steel cage match. Um, I'm a little, honestly, I'm a little disappointed. Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Little disappointed, really. That hold on. Little disappointed okay. that Sorry. we did not have anything exploding in this match. That's all I'm saying. Why would why we, we could have done a redo? Why would you have anything exploding in this match? Uh, <laughs> we could have done a redo. That's all I'm saying. A redo of what? A redo of an exploding barbed wire deathmatch. <laughs> I've never seen one of those. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. You know, the, one of the darkest. North, south, me, Don. That was funny. 
I'll give you that. That one was funny. One of the darkest moments in AEW history was that damn exploding match. Exploding I don't know. Some people might want to. Never mind. Some people might want to. Remember when Sammy had those comments about Sasha Banks? That was pretty dark. <laughs> that was pretty dark. I, I'm, okay, that's fine. But that's outside the ring. I'm talking about inside the ring wrestling wise. One of the darkest like moments was having a, an exploding death match and not to have it explode or, or mm-hmm. have it to explode and fizzle. In the moment, you're like, what the hell? If you watch it back again, one of the funniest things you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> Ignore the fact that, that that was one of the worst, one of the best. I'm not listening. That's fine. I, I, I'll, I'll mute your ass. <laughs> one of the best slash worst. I can still hear you. Okay, yeah, but you can't hear, can't hear you talk. There you go. Uh, one of the best, <laughs> the best matches to end with the worst ending ever. As Joe has taken off his headphones, I'm now in my dream state. I have my own show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam, starring Chris Mindell. Thank you so very much. Anyway, so now. That part of the show's over. Fuck. <laughs> it's back. The worst, I was saying the best match with the absolute worst ending of all time. And as and as Bubba has said, you always remember the ending. No, that, Vince has said that. As Vince has said with Bubba's. Yeah, repeating. You always remember the finish. Bubba Ray Dudley, Vincent Man. There you go. <laughs> Michael Squat, Wayne Gretzky. I could have, I could have gone for. Let's doing this match. And if they did, by the way, if they had said that this was going to be a, instead of a uh, steel cage match, if they said this was going to be an exploding death match, you, you know the ratings for this this dynamite on free TV with what the ratings would have been probably one of the highest highest rated matches ever. Highest rated. Uh, yeah, but uh, you can't uh, put episodes. an exploding barbed wire death match on fucking television. I don't think. You put a you put a steel cage match with with uh, this could have been a, a the pay per view main event. It's got the word death in it. You can't put death on television. <sighs> All right, fine. Exploding barbed wire steel cage match. It's all the same thing without the word death. Are we happy now? now? I'm listening. Are we now? Now we're good with censors. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're good with censors, but I'm listening. I'll hear an argument for it. Okay. All right. Well, there's the argument. It's you could have had the, the amazing ratings for it. Um, but you missed out. So I think I probably you know what all in do this do it at all in <laughs> have have that match and but do it in a safe way where everything from underneath the ring just good fireworks just go off and people in the and the the ring the ringside just going into flames. Anyway, absolutely yeah, like Randy Orton did to Bray Wyatt that <laughs> one time <laughs> to his uh, his stuffed dummy. Absolutely insane match with this uh, steel cage. Correct. 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 Uh, yes. But the ending is what we remember. Go on. Probably <laughs> one a turn that 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 shocked the world, shocked the system. <laughs> did it shock no the world? <laughs> okay. Did you see this coming? Uh, eventually, not tonight. Uh, not on this yeah, night. I don't know if I th- thought I saw it coming. Ever. You, you didn't think really. You didn't think Dom was going to pull some. Sh- I mean, yeah, sh- I, thought some they I thought they would have. I thought they would have. At least I didn't, think, I didn't think Don Callis was going to stab Kenny Omega with a fucking flathead screwdriver. There's, no, I didn't. There's I'm your, sorry. There's your swerve. So Kenny's longtime friend slash manager at the end of the match. Slash mentor slash father figure. Took the screwdriver, the famous screwdriver, and jacked Kenny in the head and turned on his friend. And John Moxley gets the win. And. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it Unbelievable. was. Unbelievable. It was. I, again, I thought. It, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Callus with the uh, with the kiss on on Omega. Um, 
That was really good. The match overall was absolutely insane. Um, so does this and, mean that Don Callis is taking no, William Regal's place? Not part of the, the BCC. Yeah. The Blackpool Cuckold Club, as MJF would call them. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Right? Hmm. I think Don Callis. I'm not mad at that. I think Don Callis is a better heel than William Regal. For AEW. Like in this moment now, oh yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, I think Don Callis is, is is even even no matter what, I think Don Callis is, is way better prick than William Regal. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's such he's real a real dick, <laughs> and so he comes across as as that on TV. He could probably be the nicest person on the planet, but he he does a really good job as being a absolute asshole heel, and he works perfectly with the way BCC has gone. Yeah, so Dynamite was really good. Um. Just waiting on more on more news with this uh, this collision uh, thing happening on Saturdays. I feel it, like we're gonna get it next week. In the uh, which is the uh, biggest news of all time. Apparently, we have we have that with with Tony Khan every week, don't we? <laughs> Just the, every single week, <laughs> we have the biggest news of all time. Um, yeah, so we have that news coming up. Uh, the the I meant to say this, and I wanted to say it on air. Uh, the picture that was sent in the text thread of the. The the members of uh of collision, I think it's oh, okay. I thought you were talking about something else. No, no. The, I'm like, oh fuck, here no, we go. No, no. The, the members of collision that was that was sent out in the text thread, and then it was like that that producer note. If you look in that sheet, there's Miro. He came back. We have Thunder Rosa. She's back. Or if we're gonna talk yep. about a big announcement, I, I I don't see that as as a a uh, a, a fake news. I think that's that's pretty real. Yeah, with all the names seems, that are on the list, seems more more likely every week. I think I said that. I think I said something along the lines of, "I won't believe that until I start seeing a little more of it." Uh, here we go. Let me see if we okay. So, on this sheet, all all elite wrestling LLC collision trademark pending roster split and tentative plans. <laughs> this document is strictly private, confidential, and personal to the recipients, and should not be distributed or reproduced in the whole or in part. Nor pass to any third party. Welcome to Sons of Slam. Without everybody. the aforementioned. Welcome to Sons of Slam. Uh, on demands of our broadcasting partner, WBD, Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, we have altered our initial roster plans for the upcoming patent pending show, AEW Collision. Below is a new information for the show uh, debuting on June 17th, Saturday, June 17th. Note this is an ongoing list. On growing list is what I said. Uh, the following are penciled in for first episode CM Punk, Dax, yeah. Cash, what? FTR, what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Christ Jericho. Just putting that out there. See, that's where uh, I think it was. Uh, I'm going to say a typo. Luther and Serpentico, my favorites. Andrade El Idolo. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there was there was notes of uh, him making his return also uh, online. Miro, Jake Hager, Jade Cargill, Danhausen, Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, R.J. City, Brody King, Action Andretti. Uh, 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 BC Gold, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Tomatonga, Vicky Guerrero, Diamante, Serena Deeb, and Matt Cardona. Tentative debut of first episode. Um, and then the main event being, <laughs> I like the, I like the the wording on this. CMFTR, <laughs> I like that versus JAS and and yeah. Action Andretti. Chicago made fuck the revival. There you go. And then uh, producers are Nigel McGuinness, Jim Ross, and Will Washington. 
Nigel McGuinness also rumored to be making his return into the ring. Really? Really. Now that's a death match I'd like to see. <laughs> Can't say death. Oh, right. Sorry. That's an exploding barbed wire match that I'd love <laughs> that's to see. an exploding loss of life match I would love to see. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> there you go. Collision. It looks like it's the only thing I don't like about that is that it's splitting up the JAS. Right. You're putting you're putting Jericho and Hager on one show and then everybody else on another. The Tomatonga thing. I know that his contract has expired. He lost a never open way championship. It could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't, right. but also if I do recall, he wasn't on the best terms with Jay White at the end mm. in New Japan, at least. Right. And the Christ, the Christ Jericho thing. Also, it said Brody King, correct? It did. So you're going to have one third, <laughs> one third. <laughs> yeah. of the AEW trios championships <clears throat> on one show. And then the other two are on another show. But I, is it maybe not so brand specific well, like the way the say, WWE is? It did say it did. Uh, did it say? Um, I'm not gonna go back. Did it, did it say just people to debut on the first episode? Uh, the way you read it, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, the following are penciled in for first episode. So, so those are just the people who are debuting on, like, who are going to be on the first episode. Right. So Brody King is apparently just going to have a solo match? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's know. possible. It but is. it would also mean that we're going to see Tamatanga before that. Right. Hmm. Yep. All right. I don't know. Listen, I've been wrong before, and I'll yep. be wrong again. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there anything else before we head on out of this, uh, this shindig? I just want to say that I've probably watched that Carlito return about 50 times. Okay. Just to hear that pop. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't like that there wasn't the beginning of it. I would have liked the beginning. Yeah. I speed in the face of people who don't want to be cool. It's just, it, it makes the song so much better. He should come back as a permanent part of LWO because he's he looks great. Yeah. He looks he looked great. <laughs> he was jacked. He looked great. Um. Maybe that was his his way of saying, "Hey, hey, trip, look over here." Uh, oh, man. That'd be great. Put him on. Smackdown. I wish that'd be great. Put him I'm on a Smackdown. big Carlito fan. Yeah, no, he was he was great. He was very entertaining, uh, and he was very entertaining at uh, Backlash too. Good weekend. Good week of, of professional wrestling. We have Backlash. Uh, Backlash. We have Rampage uh, coming down tomorrow. Smackdown and the return of your champion that we haven't seen in years, uh, Roman Reigns, and. Uh, or on the road to United Champions in Saudi Arabia. I'm hyped. I don't like that it's in Saudi Arabia, but they you know, do. a good 2 p.m. fucking uh, yeah. Always, always good for a pay per view. Never, never hurt. Always good for an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> afternoon ple. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, wait, wait till they get to uh, to Australia, and we're 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 having to like stay up at three in the morning <laughs> to watch oh. to watch this thing. I'm like, I'll just get the recap. I'm sorry. I'll I'll, I'll rewatch it. I think I have to see something that that live, <laughs> especially if it's going to be like a, a lesser pay per view. Unless it did like Mania. Imagine if they do Mania in, <laughs> in Australia and everybody in America has to be up at like three in the morning to watch this damn thing. Unreal. Oh boy. Anywho, fun times. They would never. They would still do it at 8 p.m. and everybody's got to be up at 3 a.m. Right. over there. <laughs> 
but you're in our country. We don't care. It's fine. What did they do for Super Showdown? Was that like 3 p.m.? Yeah. Which is what? Like fucking high noon over there or whatever? (laughs) High noon. (laughs) The next day or some shit like that? Yeah, it's in the future. Oh, God. Good times. Um, That's it. That's all I got. Anything else from you? That's all I got. Get to work. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is done, and and that is it. It's a wrap. Thank you guys so very much. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Tell your friends. Catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Chris Bindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, until we meet again. Peace. The Sons of Slam Podcast.